0: Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncy Mavasar, and broadcasting live from Shlurko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number one. Approximately half a million people have left northern Gaza for the southern part of the territory in response to Israel's evacuation notice issued on Friday, October 13th according to an IDF spokesperson. This estimate roughly accounts for half of the northern Gaza's population, where the IDF is preparing for the next phase of its conflict with Hamas, the governing body of the region. In an interview aired on Sunday, October 15th, President Joe Biden cautioned Israel against reoccupying Gaza, saying it would be a significant error, stating that what happened in Gaza, in my view, is Hamas and the extreme elements of Hamas don't represent all the Palestinian people and I think it would be a mistake for Israel to occupy Gaza again. However, he added that taking out the extremists is a necessary step. The Israeli ambassador to the United Nations, Michael Herzog, reiterated on Sunday that Israel has no interest in occupying Gaza and emphasized that Israel will do whatever is necessary to eliminate Hamas, but has no intention of reoccupying the area. The U.S. State Department has reported that the number of Americans killed since Hamas launched attacks across southern Israel has risen to 30, and 13 people are missing and feared kidnapped. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu held a meeting with the families of missing and captive Israelis from Hamas's October 7th assault. The Families Forum stated that Netanyahu has pledged to work for their return as soon as possible. Additionally, President Yitzhak Herzog disclosed that Hamas terrorists who infiltrated Israel last week had manuals instructing them on how to torture and kidnap civilians. These manuals found on one of the terrorists provided detailed instructions on how to carry out these actions in civilian areas, kibbutzim, cities, and moshavs. In other related news, Congresswoman Ilan Omar, a member of the Progressive Squad, has come under fire for sharing a photo depicting seven deceased children with a caption that read Child Genocide in Palestine. The image insinuated that children were casualties of Israeli Defense Forces' actions. However. Fellow tweeters quickly added a community note to her tweet, which revealed that that photo was actually taken after a 2013 serene gas attack in Gouda, Syria, and was unrelated to the Israel-Hamas conflict. In response, fellow anti-Israel squadster, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, blamed the rampant misinformation surrounding the ongoing war, as if she and Omar aren't largely to blame blame for said misinformation. She advised her followers on X, formerly known as Twitter, to exercise caution and verify information from multiple sources before sharing, saying that if you see a claim, photo, or video that triggers a strong emotional reaction, take a moment to pause and check for veracity and confirmation. Following the controversy and ensuing criticism, Ilan Omar removed and the retweet from her profile. Number 2 Israel Defense Forces veteran Aaron Cohn believes that the delay of Israel's planned ground invasion of Gaza was likely related to its sophisticated hostage rescue operations and intelligence gathering, saying that what you're about to see is what Israel does best. Israel has warned citizens of northern Gaza, the Palestinian territory governed by the terrorist group, to evacuate as the military continues its response to the Hamas attack that slaughtered Israeli civilians and took an estimated 150 to 200 hostages last week. The delay of its operations was ostensibly weather-related, but Cohen said he believed it was tied directly to Israel's efforts to rescue as many hostages and preserve as many lives as possible. I believe the delay is directly connected to the hostage rescue portfolio on the macro level, he said. Israel is no junior varsity when it comes to this. They're masters at the craft. So what they're doing right now is taking 40 years of experience and they're buying as much time as as possible to collect actionable intelligence. The reason why that is critical when it comes to hostages is because you have grandmothers, grandfathers, babies whose parents were murdered in front of them, being held up in the air by Hamas. And you've got civilians that are essentially placed throughout Gaza in multiple locations. No stranger to high-risk hostage rescues, Israel's special forces are likely using the time to make any operation as precise as they can, he said. There has to be a high degree of selectivity. The entries have to be extremely aggressive when you're puncturing into these structures. So we need to know where those hostages are, we need to know what rooms they're in, we need to know where they're standing in these rooms, and we need to know obviously if they've been moved, he said. He warned that structures could be booby-trapped and any operation could be messy. The first priority in operations, he said, was to preserve life, unlike Hamas. Number three. The situation on Israel's northern border heated up considerably on Sunday, with five incidents of Hezbollah terrorists firing anti-tank missiles at Israeli targets near the border. Tragically, one missile took the life of Lieutenant Amitai Granot, Hashemim Koindomov, the son of Rishishiva Orat Show in Tel Aviv, Arav Tamir Granot. Another missile that hit the Moshav of Shtula killed an Arab construction worker, a resident of a village in northern Israel, and wounded three others. A total of seven Israelis, one civilian, and six IDF soldiers have been killed defending the northern border since the start of Operation Iron Swords over a week ago, and Hezbollah terrorists have fired a large number of rockets at Israel, including nine on Sunday alone. Additionally, Hezbollah destroyed a number of IDF surveillance cameras at several points along the border, On Shabbos, Hezbollah launched about 30 mortar shells toward Hardov, some of which crossed into Israel, and the IDF eliminated three terrorists who tried to infiltrate Israel near the Moshav of Magliot. Overnight Friday, the IDF shot down three drones drones over northern Israel, as well as a missile that was launched toward an IDF UAV. The IDF on Sunday carried out strikes against a number of Hezbollah targets in Lebanon, and on Monday morning, the IDF announced that it is evacuating 28 Yishuvim near the northern border. The National Emergency Management Authority and the IDF announced the operation of a national initiative to evacuate Israeli residents living within two kilometers of the Israeli-Lebanese border and 28 Yishuvim to guest houses subsidized by the state, said the IDF in a joint statement with the Ministry of Interior. The implementation of the program was approved by Defense Minister Joav Gallant. The IDF's Northern Command recently notified the heads of the local municipalities regarding the decision. And the program will be managed by the local municipalities, according to the Interior Ministry. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio, and have a great day.